Howdy, folks, and welcome to Not Culture, the podcast about everything but culture. I'm your host, Godfreeman Captagao, joined by my co-host and amateur reviewer, Daniel Levi. And this week, we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, um, yeah, once again, we went into a small hiatus, and we apologize for that. And by small, I mean the biggest one that we've ever had, so... I'm glad to say that me and Dan are back. Of course, there were a number of things, number of things that, you know, led to that. One being me and my um, ever expensive uh, work amount, just work amount. What's 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 sorry? That's not the workload. Workload. Yes. See, sorry. I'm also having a quite a long day today that started um, at 4 a.m. So, man, how about you, Dan? How's how's your hiatus? Uh, it was it was okay. I was actually uh, formally I was actually formally employed uh, over the festive season, but uh, right now I'm uh, I'm not formally employed at the moment. But I'm getting uh, back into content creation right now, so getting back into doing lots more art and uh, starting on getting some experience on doing animations now. So that's been very interesting and fun. There are a lot of uh, technical difficulties because uh, the equipment I'm using isn't as powerful as I'd like it to be, but I'm doing what I can with what I have and I'm learning as much as I can too. So yeah, it's, I love been, it. it's been educational. Nice, nice. That's amazing, man. I'm really glad to hear that you're getting back into content creation. Um, I I think I can say the same from here. I've, I've kind of just pulled my focus back from a lot of things and What's the best way to say this? Like focused in, narrowed in on the things that I actually really just want to do. So I'm kind of just, yeah, I'm creating a little box for myself just to do my own thing. I guess the similar thing that we've been doing that have maybe have caused this hiatus was we kind of just focused on work over the holidays, which was, I think, for me, it was good. I, I definitely got into a very stable place financially which is nice and daniel how how was it or how what were the good things that came about from this i mean yeah my time in the like formal work environment was very nice i uh it definitely got my head straight in some areas that i needed to sort out like mindset and uh, ways of doing things it was nice to be put in that situation again uh but yeah and uh yeah after that i guess i'm ready uh, as much as I can be for 2021 with whatever happens. And a lot has been happening in the last two months. Oh, God. Right. In Papua New Guinea. Um, let's, let's recap. What, what are the things that have been happening? Ooh, two hurricanes kind of just, or was it cyclones, kind of just casually blew through here? Was that the one, the one in Fiji? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fiji. Yeah, yeah. Part of it hit Alatau. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then another one just came through a couple days ago. That was that was great. I love how I shared like a link from the National Weather Service Authority people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that said, "Oh my gosh, there's a cyclone happening tonight." And then like the night came and it was the quietest night that we've ever had. But then the next night came and then it was a fucking like my whole place flooded and yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But I'm used to that. You see everything's in plastic boxes now. Uh... So I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Oh, that's why everything like the Usually, my power boards are off the floor on the uh, walls. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, hurricanes, oh, and destruction, um, COVID's coming back, apparently. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, because there was a... 
there've been a surge of cases and wait well, I, I think i'm missing something uh, something big that's been happening that's been weighing on a lot of people's minds well, daniel would you, would you, would you, would well you even though we're in what the third month of 2021 let's just say that uh there've been a lot of deaths mainly with people that we know that godfrey and i knew personally and associated with uh acquaintances not a lot of people but you know people in our circle that we would have been associated with i think that's the been the biggest challenge i guess for, so far for the year just a lot of yeah just mm. a couple of deaths happened early and then of course the probably the biggest one that happened i think last week earlier last week the 26th yeah on the 26th uh we lost uh so michael samara and the uh, father of this nation ah uh, so yeah the whole country's just been dealing with that the date right now it's the 5th of march right now mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the whole country's been in mourning ever since that time. And I don't know, personally, I think with those cyclones happening, or with the cyclones happening at the time, it was just a lot of overcast days. And I feel like that, in a way, it kind of felt like the whole country was just feeling the grief. And that's kind of what the grief did. And it just, I don't know, just it just set a whole mood. And I think it, uh, I think it was the way of just the whole country feeling everything that happened. You know, I have a lot to say about the weather in this country, but sometimes it it does go with the people. And I think last week was one of those cases. But I think in spite of everything happening, we've just been being strong together. And as someone who has been to quite a few funerals, um, something that I've always noticed is that you know, when someone dies, it's it's difficult. It's really difficult to feel alone, especially when you're close to someone, close to that someone who passed away, because you're constantly reminded that you have people around you. For lack of a better way to phrase, that's the good thing about a funeral. Yes. And in that la- in the last week or so, I think the nation's really been feeling that. There's been a house cry every day. As with tradition in Papua New Guinea tradition, like from what I've observed, right? It's always 14 days that that the house cries take place. Generally, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So right now, what day is it? It's Friday, so it would be a week, right? It's been a week. Just about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's still going on at, if I am... Sir John Guy's? Yeah. Yeah. If I recall correctly, it's Sir John Guy's. There's like specific days visit visitation days for people or i think representatives from each uh, region and province to go in i think mm-hmm. yesterday was what was it the day before it was western province and i think southern region i'm not sure but uh, it's been split up into specific provinces rather than entire regions so yeah they're grouping them together and visiting i'm not sure who's going in today but that's what's been happening at sir john guys i think someone told me that it was manus today and bougainville mm-hmm yeah 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 i'll be going <clears throat> later in today to just do some photography and some reconnaissance i'm doing some work there later on and it it gives me a lot to think about in regards to death and the way oof, i really have no nice ways to phrase this but in, in regards to death and the way we monetize it and market it and how we advertise it hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a insensitive way to put it, but from what I... I guess you could say documented as well. This that's is, a very, yeah. yeah, that's a very yeah. wholesome, not wholesome, but that's a very um, uncold, 
I don't want to say warm because it's definitely not warm, but it's definitely not cold. It's like a not cold way to put it. But but I think looking back, the amount of deaths that we've had recently have really caused everyone to think about mortality and death and their place in this world. You know, all the, all this existential stuff that I think is quite healthy for people to think about. And it's it's topics like these that I really like to hear other people's opinions about, honestly. So, Daniel, as you take a sip of your joy juice, they're not sponsored, by the way. We just really enjoy their product. Hint, hint. What do you think about death? What do you think about how it's been coming into the public eye right now? Oh, man. Not for the fact that it's happened to a lot of people, but it's happened to... The biggest person, one of the biggest people in the country, I guess... I mean, yeah, I think it's something that we all really should come to terms with. And in a way, it's good for us to realize our mortality so we can, you know, take account of how much time we have left and do the things that we want to do and care about the things that actually really matter with the time that we have. And honestly, that, I think the, one of the biggest things I learned about uh, Sir Michael Samara's passing is that he did a lot of stuff in his lifetime the, the sheer amount of things that the old man did is insane like all his achievements all the things he did and i always love hearing stories about pre-independence and how he fought for that and how things were so different and i feel like that's one other important thing that's been happening uh, so far with everybody learning about uh, who the old man was and what he actually did they're learning about what he fought for and how things really were when we were under like Australian occupation and under underneath Australia at the time mm. and how he fought so that we wouldn't become second class citizens in our own country pretty much because that's uh, one thing that a lot of people don't know is that Papua New Guinea had a very kind of uh, similar apartheid system to uh, South Africa it was the same kind of arrangement so in a way uh, the old man and all his allies at the time all our founding fathers fought so that we wouldn't have that happen to us and I think that his passing has brought to light those kinds of things and the things he did. So I think it's important. And I think it's a good thing that a lot of young people and people younger than you and me and in our generation are learning that this is what he fought for. And this is how, I guess, uh, how far the country's come. And we can really appreciate what we have right now because that's one thing I also don't think a lot of people do they don't appreciate how lucky Papua New Guinea really is to like to have gotten our independence the way we did without any wars or without any like mass civil war fight for the whole of PNG to gain its independence it's quite a thing it was a very like I mean I'm not sure about the specifics but we got the easier version of getting our independence compared to other countries who have tried to get their independence and I think that's one thing that uh, not a lot of people appreciate. And that's one thing that uh, because in a way, because of the old man and all his allies, we got that. So that's one thing I think that his death has brought to light that, uh, yeah, that we should be really grateful for everything that he fought for and what we have right now in 2021. Man, no, that was good. Thank you for that, dude. I think just to add to that, I want to mention one of my favorite, I don't even know what to call this quote. Uh, a thing I read online, someone posted it. This this post basically said, um, was something along the lines of, once upon a time, there was a man who managed to turn a million villages into one country. 
And I don't know, that just... As someone who's working on my storytelling a lot more, that struck a chord with me. It made me want to, like you said, learn a lot more about him than, like, the the basic stuff that we already know. But it made me want to just deep have a deep dive into everything that Sir Michael Somara did for this nation. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people, a lot of people across the country are feeling the exact same way too. So, man. I think it was Monday. There was a big, um, like the big public holiday stop work where everything was closed and everything, like nobody was running, everything was closed. I was actually going to go meet with one of my clients, I think on Monday, and I, I kind of forgot that the public holiday was on that Monday. So when I went out, I managed to find one bus that took me to the uh, the Waigane bus stop and there was nothing there and I was like, oh, what's happening? And then I realized, oh, right. And then as I was uh, walking home after realizing what happened, there was like this big uh, conge- congregation, a uh, big convoy. There was a big convoy of just taxis and security vehicles like coming down from, I think, uh, Parliament Waigani Drive Way and heading into uh, the Gerahu Way. And it was they were all honking their horns and there was handprints of mud and... There was a lot of, like, uh, written on those windscreens was, like, R.I.P., Sir Michael, those kinds of things. It was, like, a long procession. I'm not sure if you saw it, too, here in Hohola, but, yeah. Wait a minute. Was that when you actually found out the news? No, no, no. That's not when oh, I found out. That's... So, you, so you knew already? Yeah, yeah I, I knew, but I I kind of figured, oh, yes, right, today is the public holiday. But I'm just saying that it was it was quite a sight to see this huge congregation of just all these taxis, like different companies too, like just mm. all lined up and honking their horns, like taking up the entire lane space and just driving all the way to Gerahu. And I was like, oh, wow, this is something I'm not going to see again or maybe in my lifetime again because, yeah. And, and then it hit me again, like, shit, like that's a lot of people, like this many people were affected by this one old man. And I was like very appreciative. And it just, it was one of the things where it hit me like, oh, geez, like a lot of people are feeling the same kind of emotions I'm feeling like at this time. And I think I was, uh, my mom was telling me that um, the kind of public holiday that happened on Monday, that's how public holidays were pre-independence. All the stores were closed. Nothing was happening. It's not like public holidays now where the stores open and buses are still running. Public holidays back in the old days is like in the 1970s, all the stores would be closed. Nothing was running. And then I think, yeah, my mom just said that uh, it was kind of a good way to honor the old man's memory to have a proper public holiday as how they were back in the day. I I didn't do much that Monday. I I was actually still Mm -hmm. working myself. So I just stayed in to get stuff done. And because of the nature of where I live, I barely notice anything. Right. But to hear that, I think I do agree with her, man. It was... There's a lot of sincerity going around these days, I think. And I think that comes with the thoughts of existentialism brought on by, you know, a lot of people in the spotlight dying. Again, that makes people think about their life. It makes people think about what they mean to other people. And so I think they try to just be better people. Which is weird how, you know, someone has to die for someone to change how they see life. I mean, but sometimes that happens, yeah. you know. Yeah, It mm. happens. I mean, we've all rethought our lives at a funeral. 
something that's something we always do whenever we go to a funeral sitting through the service you know like oh wow i should do this and this with my life i mean yeah it happens a lot and i mean it's happening personally it's been happening a bit too much too frequently this year i mean the year just started but yeah the best thing that come out of this is that we move forward and learn from the old man's journey and carry on his legacy because there was a lot of hope when he created this country or brought the country together so i hope that we can still carry that hope with him gone and hopefully use that to move forward into a better future for this country which i think is what a lot of people are also feeling as well that we know that the old man is gone but uh we'll use his story and use his journey as motivation and inspiration to move forward completely agreed and with that daniel i believe you've um you've scrounged up some news for us <laughs> yes yes i have okay so uh now we're moving on to news of the day well not the day but entertainment news in general uh zach snyder has been very busy for the past mm-hmm. year the whole of 2020 everybody was in lockdown and this man has been busy uh with the snyder cut he was doing his I wouldn't call it reshoots, but finishing shoots mm. for him finishing the movie that he wanted to make yeah, yeah. that no, was taken really. away from him. And yeah, he's it's finally finished and it's coming out on the 18th of March this year. So that's from... Oh my God. 18th? What? That's like 14 12. days. <laughs> yeah, about. 14 days away. 14 days <laughs> away. Sorry. Oh, shit. Yeah, nah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, very excited for that, as well as uh, also coming out this year is Army of the Dead, which I, I'm not quite sure if it is a follow-up to his Dawn of the Dead movie, which he made all the way back in the early 2000s. I'm not quite sure if it's a follow-up, oh. but that titling and everything... So that's why you asked me before be. we started recording if I had the Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, and I was oh, okay, okay. I was very Salah. Nice. Okay, well, you color me intrigued. I definitely liked his version too. So yeah, Zack Snyder has been very, very busy this past year so i'm very mm. excited uh that's coming out on may 21st this year hopefully they'll be showing it at the local cinemas uh for this year as well also coming out this month is king kong versus godzilla boo kong go godzilla <laughs> on the 24th i am team godzilla all the way you oh i'm I'm, I'm i'm conflicted i can't decide come on we've literally had this is this is godzilla's third film now and then all of them well maybe not this one He's been the good guy. I am Team King Kong, Team Monk. I'm Team King Kong. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. But uh, that's coming out on the 24th of March this year. God but damn I have it. an interesting theory about that movie. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Because of the ending of yeah the disappointing ending. I actually haven't oh. seen. Can I? Do you have it? Do you uh, have, of course I okay, have. I'll it. get that from you after this. But I have a bit of a theory. If you've seen the trailer, you'll see that Godzilla is destroying shit and he's evil again. And everybody is like, oh, why is he so mad? Blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, Godzilla doesn't hurt people. Godzilla's a good guy. Well, I've been doing my research because I'm a solid dog. And I found out that there was another movie where Godzilla was seen as the good guy. And then out of nowhere, he's destroying shit everywhere. And they don't know why. Why is Godzilla doing all this? Because it turned out that that was Mecha Godzilla in a Godzilla suit fucking shit up. So I think... Dun, dun, dun. Godzilla versus King Kong is going to be a three-way fight. Out of nowhere, the real Godzilla will come out. The one that we saw in the trailers was actually Mecha Godzilla. It better be. And oh no, there's actually a bit in the trailer where you see, you get a glimpse of Mecha Godzilla in the bit of the trailer. Oh God. Oh, okay. So yeah. 
Okay, but it's not it's not like outwardly said that it's Mecha Godzilla, but I think that's what's happening because of the hero arc that they're going with Godzilla. There's re- no real reason for him to be destroying shit again. Yeah, unless yeah. it's not actually him. That's a red herring, I think. Mm. So no, yeah, makes sense. I'm very excited for that. Are you excited to see um, what's her name Eleven in a movie again? I mean, yeah, all she does is cry and like hide in a corner. Yeah, I know. She's she's, she's, she's getting typecasted. It's like how Sophia Lillis Lillis. Sophia Lewis from It. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people like covering her in blood for some reason. Like, every movie she's in, she's always covered in blood. Is she going to be the new Carrie? I don't know. Are they going to remake Carrie again? Do you think she's going to be it? She'd be a better choice. Oh, gosh. They might They might as well have. There was this Netflix show that yeah. came out a while Wasn't ago. Wasn't it like... I'm not okay with this. Yeah. It was... With another kid from It, it was. It reminded me of Carrie, but I think it was a little more... It was a. It was definitely a little more modern. It was like remove. It was. It was for a different time, but I liked it. I right. really liked it. I still. I'll probably get that from you as well today. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad. It only had one season. It was cancelled. Ah. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway. What else is in the news? Oh yes, there's been a lot of announcements of uh, uh, Warner Brothers possibly doing a new Superman movie, but it's pointing towards a black Superman. I forget his name. But yeah, it is canon that there is a black Superman. One of the Earths. I think Earth 2. Also, it's not one or two. It's not just a black it, it, version it won't, of Kal-El. Yeah, it won't be a black version of Kal-El. He's his own character. Okay. And a lot of people are saying that Michael B. Jordan could, might be playing him. Or, or they want Michael B. Jordan to play him. Weren't there like, rumors or like teasings of some sort going around yeah. a while back about him taking up the mantle? Oh, yeah, yeah. These, these movies take time to make. But I think that's... Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's been fan-casted as the, like, the top pick right now. But uh, there's been no news of whether or not we'll get another Henry Cavill Superman movie, which I'm actually kind of sad about. But he, he himself has said that he's more than willing to put the cape back on. Oh, God. He's like going back and forth. Is there one point where he said he wasn't doing it anymore? I don't know. I mean, he's a busy man now. I mean, he's going to be Commander Shepard or whatever. Yeah, being king Jeez. of the nerds king takes of up the, a lot the of your the time, new doesn't king it? of the nerds. All hail Henry Cavill. Yeah, he's all right. Um, <sighs> anyway, moving on to the next bit of news. I actually jotted this down because I was excited about it. And it was oh yes, the most social thing that I've ever done in the last two months. I say that with a grain of salt because it's not that social. And I was just watching a video. But I saw the Nintendo Direct and Pokemon Direct. As my first ones, they were pretty meh. Um, yeah, I, I guess. I, I can't say I saw the appeal, even though I, I do consider myself as... Wait, the appeal of what? You know, the directs. And how everyone loves them. Oh, stuff. them talking about the product. Like and the fans and everything. And... I mean, yeah, I thought it was nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That, that's all I have to say about it, apart from the fact that, um... There was a five-minute trip down, like, Pokemon's history... Literally the, of everything. Yeah, of since it came out, since Red and Green came out. Oh Jesus! And it was the most joyous five minutes that I've ever had to sit through on YouTube. Um, I bookmark that video and I go to it whenever I'm sad, which hasn't been a lot recently. So, growth points. Um, also, let's see. Oh yeah, they're going back to Gen Four. They're going back to Sinnoh for oh, the remake. Of... It's been so long. I really enjoyed Gen Gen Four. Sinnoh was a good generation. I enjoyed... It was amazing. I enjoyed Sinnoh. My god, like, uh, on the DS, when I first played through <sighs> Pokemon Pearl, like, oh, I was obsessed with it. Oh my gosh, I think that was, like, the last Pokemon game that I ever went absolutely hard. Yeah, in. Like, absolutely. Yeah. 
everything in it apart from like on the on the switch i guess the rests are just because i still have yet to play uh sword and shield even though mm-hmm. i really really want to and it's definitely on my play playlist agenda playlist sorry my brain just fell apart there for a second <laughs> but yeah um and i definitely want to play i mean no wait and the last game that I played, the last Pokemon game that I actually played, or most recent, was probably Let's Go Eevee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I, uh, I don't like. Which it. I really enjoyed, actually, because it was a very niche re-experience of the first game, if and I thought that was nice. If you've never played Let's Go Eevee, first of all, don't. No, no, no. And no, no, no. also, you, no, no, it's, no. It's catering to everybody who liked Pokemon Go. So if you like Pokemon Go, you'll like Let's Go Eevee. Okay, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. They mistreated the first region. I am angry about this. Okay. The fact that you can find Charmanders in the wild annoys me. All right, so I just went ahead and edited out the last second. <laughs> 30 seconds. <laughs> no, jokes. Um, apologies, ladies and gentlemen. Um, one of our hosts is definitely feeling a little anger towards Let's Go. Come on, bro. You got you, you to gotta understand that it was just one game, and it was just a little slice of a game just to get people interested in Pokemon. And obviously it worked because Pokemon Sword and Shield is one of the highest selling Pokemon games of recent years. Not fine. Yeah, I mean, it also helps that they do, they do a lot of new and different things, which is really cool. But I'll give a more concrete opinion once I play it. Um, what else? What else? What's the Return to the Sinnoh region called? Oh, Did that's right. The, the Return to the Sinnoh Shin- Shin- regions, they're called... Uh, brilliant diamond and shining pearl. So just add an adjective to the yeah, <laughs> to yeah. the title: hot gold, soul silver. Nah, bro. Brilliant. No, actually, hard gold and soul silver. <clears throat> probably my favorite Pokemon. Game. Yes. Yep. Just for the fact. No, not just for the fact. For a lot of facts, but for one one thing that made it my f- most favorite game is that you could. There's literally 16 gyms that you battle. Oh yeah, you it's, go into it's Johto, two maps. You finish it. It's two maps. Go to the Elite Four. You beat them once. Then you go into Kanto, Kanto. Do the same thing, and then you go against the Elite Four, and they all have stronger versions, evolved versions. That was my favorite. That was that was amazing. That was literally so much content to go through. And I don't know if they if they're probably going to do something like that for. What region would it connect to? If the, I mean, with Sinnoh. What's the nearest Johto? No, no, it would be it would be Kanto. Johto. It would be Kanto. What's the one before oh, Diamond and Pearl? Hoenn. Hoenn. So it was Kanto, Johto, Hoenn, and Sinnoh. So I don't know. If they do that, I'm pretty sure everyone is going yeah. to literally shit bricks. Um, but I, I wouldn't mind if they just took a couple pages out of that remake, out of Soul Silver and Diamond and Pearl's remake. Because that was extremely faithful, but they took the most use of the hardware. You know, like, they put key items in the lowest screen. They put the berry pots in the lowest screen. Oh my god, those berry pots. They completely revolutionized the way I play Pokemon. Growing your own Lepa berries, so you can just just restore the PP of your Pokemon on the fly. Fuck off with that shit. That, broke the, that almost broke the game for me. I swear to god. I just... Like I said, like, sorry, I'm, I'm diverging, but my main point is, if they're using mechanics, or if they're doing new things like the way they did with Pokemon Soul Silver and how they revamped uh, silver and gold. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't touch crystal, but that's not the point. But if they're doing that, I think it'll be a, a solid game and it'll probably be one of my favorites and I will definitely revisit it. Just speaking of that, Sinnoh is 
probably one of my favorite regions. It's always going to be Johto, Hoenn, and Sinnoh. They're all my favorite mm-hmm. regions. I loved the first one, but I really fell in love with Pokemon with the second gen. Because mm-hmm. that's when they introduced Dark types and Ice types, which are two of my personal favorite types, along with Steel and Electricity. But, man, I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm very excited for, to turn back to Hoenn. I think Hoenn region was the last region of Pokemon that I really cared about. It was like after that, I just mm-hmm. fell off the Pokemon wagon and I just stopped following what oh, new Pokemon are in this next region and all that. Because then it just gets so confusing because yeah. there are five generations, no, seven, eight, seven generations right now, right? Because there's Hoenn, I, I Sinnoh, there's Unova, and then there's the Alola regions. Oh, and then Alola comes along and takes the original classics and gives them new forms and oh, abilities. Oh yeah, new abilities, new that colors. Was, I thought that was amazing. And I, I really want to pick that up. I want to get a 3DS just so I Which can play Alpha, Ruby, Alola? and Omega Sapphire. I need to those play are, those that. Because those are things. Because, mm. yep, Holland's your region. Revisit that. It's going to literally knock your socks off, man. Um, but yeah, sorry. Did you get everything you wanted to say out yeah, about Pokemon? Yeah, pretty much. Sorry, when I get started about Pokemon, I kind of just go down a tangent. I've been invited to several parties where s- several people have asked me. This was like years ago, so several people have asked me. Um, uh, no, no, wait. They've commented on how much knowledge of Pokemon I have and how much I just don't stop talking about it when I'm drunk. So, I don't know. I saw that as a very, very nice compliment. So, yeah. Sorry, Daniel. Did you say everything mm. you want to say before I mentioned this second last point that I really want to say like that? I'm in here, I'm go. I'm good. Okay, okay yeah. cool. And then they announced the Legend of Arceus, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, it took them long enough. So sorry, my, explain what this is, why it's such a one, why you're calling it Breath of the Wild. My bad, my bad. I just went on a tangent. Um, Game Freak have announced a new Pokemon game that takes place in feudal. It's not feudal, is it? What region? Feudal, what region was Arceus in? It's Sinnoh. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not feudal, right? Feudal I cinema. don't know. Wait, like I, I, okay, I have region. to see the trailer, but what did it look like? What did it look like the past? It looked like the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were like, there's not no electricity. There's like huts and shit and towns with wooden structures. Do they use those berry shells as Pokeballs? Like? No, they actually have Pokeballs. Ah, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, taken yeah, out yeah. of it. God damn it. Okay, yeah, go Well, on. the apricots. Yeah, yeah. Apricot a- balls, remember? Apricot balls, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Kurt the apricot maker. Apricot Pokeball. Kurt the Pokeball maker. Kurt the apricot Pokeball maker. Jesus. <laughs> Was he in Azalea Town? Yeah, Azalea Town. Sorry, I just... Oh, I played through um, Pokemon Soul Silver <laughs> again. And it was on an emulator, so I played through the entire game in literally, like, six hours. Spacebar. Spacebar. Except I had the Pro Controller, so I was just holding down the trigger. Uh. And I could, like, auto-fire buttons. So every time, where it just presses, like, a button, like... Uh. you just hold it down here. So I just... Sorry! <laughs> this is probably going in really weird tangent territory. But yes, they have announced an open-world uh, Pokemon game taking place in, I think, feudal Sinnoh region. And it's oh, basically, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now, there's no, I don't think, I, I saw the trailer. It doesn't look like they have uh, random battles in the wild anymore. It's taking that mechanic from, was it Let's Go, I think, Shield, where you can actually see uh, Sword mm-hmm. and Shield, where you can actually see Pokemon and then run into them. Yeah, so it's taking that mechanic in as well, which I thought was uh, a breath <laughs> of fresh air. Um, and I, I think that's going to be a very welcome change, honestly. 
And also, it looks like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Does it look like it's using the same engine? Not really. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you can definitely point out. It looks a little darker. Like, the colors aren't as vibrant. As it would be in a normal Pokemon game. No, no. Like in Zelda. Ah, okay. okay. Oh, did you mean, do, do they look like they've used the same engine like in... Breath of the Wild. Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, okay, okay. But, um, yeah, no, it looks a little darker, but I think it matches the tone of the game. Honestly, it looks a little... Like, also in terms of story, darker, which is something that I'm down for. I'm, I'm down I feel for like it. it's something that a lot of Pokemon fans have been down for. Like, I a think, dark story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think this, this is going to resonate with a lot of the long-time Pokemon fans. And let's not forget that this year is Pokemon and my 25th anniversary, sorry, of Pokemon and my birth. I'm trying to say that I was born 25 years ago and I share the same birthday with Pokemon. Like, the first Pokemon game was released... In February, the, the the day that the Direct came out. So, the the Pokemon Direct uh-huh. came out. Yeah. So, that was when Pokemon, was it red or green? That that that, 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 that was when that was released. So, yeah. Pokemon Jeez. is now turning 25. And so will a lot of the Pokemon fans, uh, including me. So, I, I, I damn cannot wait for this game. It looks amazing. And, I'm sorry I didn't mention the title, but it's called... Oh gosh, what is it called? Pokemon Legends Arceus. The Legend of Arceus. No, no, it's Oh, that's what you that's, typed that's down. The, that's oh, the title. I oh. was making one of it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So the actual title of the game is Pokemon Legends Arceus. And I can't wait. It looks amazing. Also, you get three different starters. You get the fire, the grass, and the water type, but they're all from different generations. So you've got Oshawott, which is from Gen 5, I think. Is that that got, little thing, the white one? Yeah, it's got the shell on its yeah, chest. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got Oshawott, which is from Gen 5. Rowlet, which is from Gen 6. I think. And then you've got Cyndaquil, which is from Gen 2, which is one of my favorite like starters ever. Cyndaquil and Mudkip. Mudkip is going to be always the bomb, though. But man, yeah. This is going to be a game changer, and I think a lot of people are looking forward to it. And of course, Pokemon Snap, which is coming out... Later this month, I think, Finally. or in May. But yeah, I um just as someone who's been taking photography a lot more seriously lately, I am excited about this game, man. What about you, Daniel? What do you think about Pokemon Snap? And when are you gonna get your Nintendo Switch? I, mean, I don't know, but uh, I mean, yeah, I've been I've seen a lot of like r- retrospective reviews of the classic Pokemon Snap for Nintendo sixty four, and I I feel like it's about time that this game has come out for Switch. Because of uh, the the gyroscopic controls, I feel like that'll be a big part of the game as well. So I'm very excited. If you get it, I I, I really actually want to play it. If you get Pokemon Snap as well, from my understanding, if you don't know what Pokemon Snap is, it's like it's like one of those light gun games where you're not controlling where your character is walking. You're on rails, yeah, an on rails light gun game where you're not controlling where your character is going, but you're controlling where he looks and where you fire. And then these Pokemon will pop out of nowhere and you have to time the shot perfectly. Uh, what I've heard is that you might have items to entice po- certain types of Pokemon in certain areas. So you can throw a special berry and a specific Pokemon will come up and then you can take the photo. So yeah, I think that yeah, I think this is a title that uh, has been a long time coming and I feel like it should have been a launch title for Switch. I oh. feel like, yeah, it should have come out ages ago. Man, I think, no... It should have, but at the same time, I'm glad they kind of waited because they already had Breath of the Wild as a launch title. Mm. And that was the launch title to end all launch titles. To this day, 
What is it? Because I bought the I bought the Switch at its launch year, right? In 2017. 2018? I want to say 2018. I don't think oh, it was gosh, 2018. Okay, 2018. Yeah, yeah, most likely 2018. No, because I bought the Switch like the year it came out, and I bought Zelda as well. It was the only reason I bought a Switch. I still haven't finished it. It's like, what is it? 18, 19, 20, 21, four years later. Jeez. I'm still doing shit in the game, and it's crazy. It's, it's a testament to how massive that game is and how good the mechanics are and how solidly they hold up four years later. But that's all, I think, for all our entertainment news and release news. Daniel, do you have anything you want to throw on top of this? Uh, to do with a certain streaming service, I hear? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so apparently, <laughs> uh, Spotify is a thing in Papua New Guinea now. Yes, it just came out last week Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. Because I read an article that Monday that said, Spotify is going to be releasing in the next couple days. And then I had to double take because it said, the next couple days, because it doesn't, you know, take a couple days to release to it, like another yeah. sector of the world or some shit. So I was like, oh my god, that can't be right. So I checked, had to check every day until it was finally released on Wednesday. So, man, I didn't know about this. I didn't know it was coming out or it came out on Wednesday. I was, I think, I was on my phone randomly on the music player, the Samsung music player, and then, like, along the bar that says playlists and albums, there was another icon added that said spotify and i was like wait what hmm the app must have updated well i guess they don't know that spotify doesn't work in png Aww. little did i know little <laughs> did you know so yeah we have spotify in papua new guinea godfrey as um as someone who has experience using spotify can you uh just tell us what exactly it is and how easy it is so i've been using spotify for the past um seven or eight days give or take a day or two um <clears throat> and from my experience I am terrified for radio in this country. I'm just going to say it out there straight up. I'm terrified if we, A, get better data rates, and B, let people know how easy an app like this is to use. It's streaming music from the internet, which is a, a, a brilliant idea of its own, but it's honestly given me no real reason to listen to a radio anymore. Because Spotify is doing exactly what Netflix is doing. It's doing what you know, Disney Plus is doing, what Hulu is doing. It's giving you music. It's giving you content on demand when you need it. There's, there's no such thing as waiting for something to be released unless you're Disney Plus now and have the money to do that and have the money to make your customers wait. But that's another topic. The point I'm trying to get across here is in terms of music, the an app like this that's just been released now into a country like ours i'm scared and both i'm both scared and interested to see what it's going to do to musical artists in the country and radio what would you suggest for musical artists if they're listening right now with spotify in the country what do you think they should do or what actions should they take oh gosh i think they should if you have if you have music if you have if you're an artist who produces music or if you have a podcast throw it on spotify because there's a free version, there's a paid version of Spotify. And the free version basically allows you to listen to any song in the world, given some ad breaks here and there. And um, like both versions allow you to listen to podcasts with no limitations. And man, if you have something like that, and with an app as light as Spotify, you can just download it and start listening to wherever you are. Listening to whatever you want 
wherever you are. Of course, I see that there are going to be some obvious limitations because of the data infrastructure that we have and the internet infrastructure. But from where I've been sitting, I mean, I've been using Digicel. <clears throat> works fine on that. I've been using my telecom router. Works fine on that. And there's also options to download whatever music or podcast that you've liked. And you can just walk around with that with it stored on your phone. And if you have any other devices, and if you have a paid subscription, you don't have to pay anything more for it. It's You can access it through whatever device you have. The, basically, the entire service is like having your entire music library with you wherever you go. And as someone who <clears throat> honestly puts music with everything they do, I found that incredibly life-changing. Because on the hierarchy of paid-for services that I use versus how much I use them, Spotify is all the way at the top. It's, it's the one that I would am gladly paying for. If you guys are wondering how much the premium version here is in Kina, so right now it's about, I think, 10 US dollars, and that translates to about 35, 36 Kina. Mm -hmm. So that's how much you pay each month in order to use Spotify premium. So that's premium on all of your devices, the ability to download music, the ability to listen to ad-free music without any ads, which is what ad-free means, so sorry about that. So yeah, that's what Spotify is. Daniel, I've hoped I have. <laughs> and he's just bringing it, he's just downloaded the app and he's going to sign up to it. Um, yeah, try it for free first. It'll give you a oh, taste yeah, of what yeah. the app is like and then if you want to pay for it, because, you know, 35 kina compounded is a lot of money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's I, like 100 kina. Yeah, dude. A I bit over to, 100 kina. Yeah, I had to yeah. get rid of my Canva subscription. Oh, really? Which was 50 kina. So I don't pay for Canva anymore. I have to, I do all of my art from scratch now. Ah. Yeah. I, I think I have the freedom to do that now because I've stopped doing social media work a lot. And now I just do from scratch design stuff. So I'm really, really thankful for that. But I think that's all the news we have. To, we wanted to cover. Daniel, you want to focus on ending this segment first, and then you can go back to. I mean, yeah, that's uh, pretty much what has happened in terms of entertainment news uh, this past week, as well as tech news this past week. Of course, the next podcast will let you know what else has happened in the week leading up to that as well. But uh, yes, that is the end of the news and entertainment news for episode six. Episode six. Yes. yes. Which we've entitled "2021 and Death." All right, ladies and gentlemen, and with that, we've actually come to the end of our sixth episode of Not Culture. I know, I know, it's quite a short one, but we decided that we got to trim down some of the episodes a little bit. Yes, it's um, a very, very uh, crazy, crazy decision, but let us know what you think of it. If you want us to maybe talk about more things, or if you want us to talk about less things, or maybe if you want us to talk about things and talk about them with less swearing or less tangents let us know but until then thanks for listening everybody not culture is hosted and recorded by daniel levi and god freeman captigal it is edited by myself and our music is created by the clueless panda and we've got new episodes out every fortnight because that's when our day day jobs i mean my day jobs pay us and i can afford the internet to upload hope you enjoyed this one and we'll see you next fortnight